I did some cranberry sauce already. Go on, Carlos. You're listening to the 2B Tuesdays podcast, a co-production from the Super Network and Pop 4D, featuring hosts, Super Marcy. Hey, everybody, remember to put a condom on your computer. Feed the terrible Australian. <laughs> that dude sounds like Charles Bronson. <laughs> and Professor Batch. She wants the revenge for the ones that took her bananas. This podcast contains explicit language. No, it's it, he said it all loud, so that way when he, you know... Yes. Allegedly. Adult themes. It just wants to go down. <laughs> and potential spoilers. Spoiler alert. For more information, see the show notes. Visit supermarcy.com and you can show your support and get exclusive content at patreon.com slash the super network. Now to our feature presentation. My son just escaped from his school. I got molested in a little boy's room. Hands off my treasure, Bosun Moon. G'day everyone, this is B. Jemine, aka The Terrible Aussie, and welcome to part one of the To Be Tuesdays podcast, Best of 2022 episodes. Uh, before we go straight into the episode, I just want to say on behalf of myself and my co-hosts, Marcy and Batch, we want to send a huge thank you to all of our fans and listeners who have made the podcast such an epic one for us this year. We, we did think we were able to top 2021 in terms of all the great episodes that we had, but 2022 in particular was such another banner year for us, and we just want to say thank you to everyone for downloading all the episodes and giving us a lot of great feedback on the show. It has really meant the world to us, and it, it, and it just made the year such a special one for us. So... We decided that, like we did for last year, we thought we would do another best of episodes for you to kind of showcase all our favorite moments that came from the podcast in last year. And believe me, there are a lot of great moments that I can't wait to kind of showcase for you in these two episodes, particularly this first one, which feature a lot of moments of mine that I consider one of my favorites from 2022. So... Let's get straight to it, and first up, of course, is the film L.A. Wars, which kind of surprisingly ended up being the linchpin film of the entire Phase 2 of the podcast, and there's a good reason why, because pretty much after when we watched this film, every time we would watch another film for the show that was either set in L.A., or it contained elements that kind of felt similar to things that happened in this film, we kind of just linked it all back to this film, and... Hence, like, how we kind of see the, like, each phase as its own kind of mini-universe. It was kind of this fun, like, linking all, every film that we can back to L.A. Wars. And and there's a good reason for that. It's because it ended up being one of our favorite episodes of the year. So, without further ado, here are some of our favorite moments from L.A. Wars. Why does this girl look like she's got four different layers of hair on top of her head? Because she does, speed. And, and her dad it looks like Tony Bennett. <laughs> the head of the mafia. Yes. <laughs> Along with his uh, second of command, not Al Pacino. What? I was going to say, this, the second of command looks like Rob Schneider doing an Al Pacino impression. <laughs> Oh my god, I've nearly yeah. done two spit takes already! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> the 
Yes. I'm not sure if it's a, I'm not sure if it's a young Al Pacino or an old Justin Long. <laughs> Somewhere in between. I will say this: what she's wearing is what everyone was wearing in like 1994 or 93, like the early 90s. Yeah. It was like let's she have got our that hair on sale like for twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, you have the like frilly shirt, the cross necklace. I used to have a necklace like that. I didn't dress like that because I was, like, nine. Marcia, I, I think she rated um, Denise Richards' wardrobe from Tammy and the T-Rex for I that. Think for so. that I think so. I Part of the Tammy and the T-Rex collection. Yes. I Meanwhile, we have some weird guys <laughs> trying to hold up a bar. <laughs> yeah. I feel that like this... has, like, 60 bucks in it. I feel like this is a uh, bead and batch... <laughs> During Mr. Jingles. (laughs) Here we go. Our hero. (laughs) Look how small his gut is. Whoa, (laughs) he's chopping the head. Was he undercover? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, he's he's uh, he's a bouncer. Oh. Yeah, he's the bouncer at the bar who used to be a cop. So he was just standing there. No no one cared. And then he's just like, I'm going to kick your ass. So, Seems to they be. can look into his background to find that he is ex-military, but not that he's an ex-cop. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, unless, like, the police force did a really good job hiding his background. I, I mean, here's the thing. They know his name is Jake Quinn. It can't be that hard to go... And he was an ex-cop who basically was let go by the police because of his loose cannon behavior. I'm pretty sure, especially after that incident with the, the pedophile, that it'd be all over the papers. It can't be that hard to find info on Jake Quinn. <laughs> Maybe uh, Tony Bennett likes that he kills pedophiles. Well, know. that is true. I suppose, like, well, this guy does beat the crap and kill pedophiles. Let's bring him on our team. I love this kung fu shit. Tony <laughs> <laughs> Bennett was almost like... He loves Jake Quinn. You're the fastest thing yes. I've ever seen. You both draw. Oh. <laughs> <Why> so stupid. <laughs> okay, you you probably know how to handle a gun, but let's do a, go to a shooting range anyway, just in case. Uh. Yeah, it's in the back of my house, in the in the pool house. I keep a shooting range. Oh yeah, I'm not supposed to be on this side of the range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Want to get out of the way, sir? <laughs> That's wrong. You're supposed to shoot around the person, not at him. What is wrong with you? Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he shot more. Oh, wait a minute. There's more bullet holes. Never mind. <laughs> the needles are tad faster, but the patterns are both tight. Mr. Quinn, why did you go through the head? Cop wear vests. You're high. That, that's a great line. <laughs> <laughs> You're high. <laughs> I guess it's it's pretty easy to uh, join this guy's um, like gang when you go like oh yeah you got to shot you got to shoot cops in the head all right you're hired <laughs> I like this guy I'm the one that's gonna take the bullet that's meant for her he comes to the oh. soft core section of the movie Ooh. boobies more like a boob mic <laughs> what are you doing here she wants to see his boob mic. 
Luckily, she's in shadow. <laughs> we just get some booby outline. Oh no, boobies! Boobies! Booby fair! Booby fair! Gentle music. Booby fair movie. Wait a second. What a great job this guy has. He gets to kill people and. We, we could yeah, we could do sense. the two be the two be special would be booby fair, of uh, that Flash Gordon movie. <laughs> that works. <laughs> oh, boobies and belly buttons. None of you is prepared for Flash Gordon. <laughs> we have to have sex and shadow and silhouette. Well, how else do you do it? Daytime is I think it's it daytime is. Daytime outside. Yeah. It's meant to be night, but it's daytime outside. Jake goes to bed really early. <laughs> he goes to bed about three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is one of those seventies day for night shots. He doesn't have to bounce anymore, so you can actually get a good night's sleep once. <laughs> yes. Although I don't think he's sleeping. Ew, he's like Yeah He licked her neck. <laughs> oh. That's gross. Anyways, the next just ten minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I want that chair. You all talk like you've never licked a neck before. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to see it on a movie, but uh, this is when he called uh, the captain from the ba- the mafia guy's cell phone at home. Look, it's I mean, a it's a portable. Oh, I, la- I laughed at that when I was watching this earlier. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Why would you? There's the damn poster in the background. Yes. <laughs> and anyone who knows, if you remember from Karate, Karate Kindergarten Ninja, which ironically came out the same year as this film. That movie was also sponsored by the the, the anti drug corporation there. Wait a minute, does this come back full circle to um, kindergarten um, ninja? Ooh, I don't know. Because was it? I that... mean, phase one we can't. Because yeah, was... well, phase one we can't really count. So yeah, but I'm saying no, we're counting everything at the moment. But wasn't that like an anti drug or something? Yeah, it was. Yeah. There you go. It goes full circle because all four of us were on that episode as well. That is true. I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Neither do I. And I've seen it Those like twice. Good. Those are the good episodes of this show. The bad ones stay in your soul forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jake, that was the best right 30 seconds. Okay. Oh, Jake, that was the best 30 seconds I ever had. She really liked the neck clicking. Yes. She looks like um, Z grade uh, Laurie Loughlin, who, funnily enough, became C grade. I was going to make that joke. <laughs> yeah. She became C grade. Uh, you know, Jake, mm. Jake Quinn's doing all right for himself because, like, he's only been there for less than 24 hours. And he's got a job. He's got a cool suit. He's already bagging the boss's daughter. I haven't seen a suit. Was that when I was out? Well, yeah, you, well, you you missed the suit while you were gone. Oh, love theme from mic. LA Wars. You missed a boom mic oh, as well. Oh, I missed a boom mic. That's two or three now? Two. Oh, hi, Freddy. What is this song? It's love theme from LA Wars, Bead. It feels, well, this soul section feels like a commercial. 
It is for denim yeah. jeans and skirts. No, it, it, it's a commercial. Oh, it's like gonorrhea pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Ew. That's that the gonorrhea. Yeah, it's the gonorrhea. <laughs> uh, my whole life was ruined by gonorrhea, but once I took these special pills, my whole life went back to normal and I could date again. I could drink milkshakes. This is some 90s song. It feels like the Debbie Gibson song from the 80s. <laughs> Maybe it is. Couldn't afford anything from the 90s. They had to go back. <laughs> this is like from the 60s. They should, be... <laughs> should be actively killing people as part of the montage on the beach. Well, there you go, everyone. That was LA Wars. And you can definitely see, based on those moments, why this one film became the center point of the Tubi Cinematic Universe of Phase 2. So we'll get straight to our second film for this episode, which was one of my picks for the year. And this was one I had to do as a redemption episode after pretty much the episode Hell of the Living Dead, which was one of my episodes, uh, kind of backfired spectacularly uh, when it was my previous pick prior to this one. So I needed to pick a film that would be a redemption one for me. So, and I picked the perfect one. And that, of course, was a film that like L.A. Wars, is also set in L.A., which, of course, is the classic Break Into Electric Boogaloo. As we like mm. to link these one film back to the previous film on Tubi Tuesday. Mm. So, obviously, this is just taking place in another part of the city during the L.A. Wars. Yes. That's what I'd imagine, yeah. Well, it is set in L.A., so that would make sense. Yeah, that actually, yeah, that goes really well. This is the non-war section of L.A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the dance section. Exactly. So, are they, like, no. three best friends? Yeah, they're like... total three best friends, yeah. Okay. Ke- Kelly, Ozone, and Tobo. So, it's the three of us, basically. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So, this is the only two blocks of the city where people aren't getting shot. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's no drugs, there's no Italian-Mexican turf war. Exactly. I, I don't even know what happened in that movie. But yes. you you missed greatness, but none of it made any sense. Yes. The universe does not want me to finish that movie. I it really does through place And Craven fucked with my computer to stop me watching it, so... Like, seriously. That dude's got a kangaroo on his shirt. He does! <laughs> Go kangaroos, yeah, okay. I'm making up... Okay, I should say, something. even though, the yeah, the, this is a dance <laughs> film... At times, it does become a musical, which is yes. completely different. This was more fantastical than the first film. I love it. We're just going to... I haven't seen this for, like... Yeah, I do not remember. Do, do, do. do. Yeah. That's this old dance for the video. Yeah, so you get on the Patreons and you can see us looking ridiculous and dancing. Yes. And that address is patreon.com slash the super network. Boom. See, this cop is dancing in the street. That's See, the kind of cop LA needs, man. See, dance cop. Dance cop. <laughs> they should be stopping the LA Wars. What are they doing? They're, mm. they're too busy dancing. See, that's why there weren't that many cops in the LA Wars, because they oh, were yeah. busy on the other side of the city dancing. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Everyone was dancing. That's how the LA Wars happened, because everybody in this neighborhood was too busy dancing. And I like how everyone in this street knows how to dance. Yeah. I'll say this I'll say this right now, Bede. Good pick. Yes. yes. He's, I think he's redeemed himself. Yeah. Then we have a traffic this is gonna, Now that we say this, this movie's going to go horribly wrong. And yes. it's going to shift halfway, like Dust Till Dawn, halfway through. Yes. It's just going to be depressing and dark. <laughs> the back, the, the graffiti just says the hole. The hole. 
So, Pete, how do you go in a hole? See, what you do about a hole is you get one of these dancers, you stick their head into the hole, and you keep going back and forth what? until they pop and lock, and then. <laughs> no. Now they're using weapons. Pete's signature breakdance move is the rotary phone. Yes. That's, yes. The, that's the name of his dance. That has Captain America shield paint on they it. They stole the Captain America shield I had as a kid for that movie I made as a they kid. They stole it from Captain America Death Too Soon. Yes, which we will do at some point for this show. We totally are. Me too. Yeah. See, since they have nunchucks, this movie must have been banned in the UK. Yeah, well that's why they put them in the trash. Yes. Fuck those nunchucks. So... Are they are they a rival gang? Yeah, they're a rival gang. Okay, why are they? They're a rival off? dance gang. Yeah, yeah. this is like West Side Story, but with breakdancing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what they intended. Yes. <laughs> like Steven Spielberg, you can't do this. Actually, L.A. War is actually a remake of this movie, just with more violence. <laughs> I just like Art the Clown. Just to, I want this to break in it. Then Art the Clown just to walk into frame and just look around and just start shaking people. <laughs> And then he goes and takes a shit and rubs it everywhere. Then <laughs> he takes a shit right out of the cardboard, yes. <laughs> right in the middle. He would. Then he break dances. Then he break dances on it. Yes. And Mr. Jingles would just show up to disappear again. Four people died after popping and locking today in a gang war. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. And the magi- and the magician gets framed for it too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, that's a sniper! What? Booby fair. Oh. Dancing nurses. Meow. Um, I forgot my joke because I'm distracted by the sexy nurses. Uh, I like how everyone in this city knows how to dance. Yes. Okay, wait. She, she's going to go... Oh! <laughs> that's that dude who had a broken... In a wheelchair could walk. Wow. I can dance. <laughs> Miracles Jeez. can happen. That's because they're from the Miracle Rec Center. Yes. So, sorry, Lucinda Dickey is going to go on to become an electrician. Yes. And she's also going to learn ninjutsu. Yes. Sword, swordery, yes. possession. Yes. And, ha- and how to and how to get with very hairy men. Yes. In Ninja Three Domination. Come on, you know you want to dance. Yeah, go. go nurse, go nurse. And then it's next shot, and the next shot you see like uh, rotary phone. Okay, uh, not quite rotary phone. No, those are button phones. Button finger phones. Everyone's dancing. See, those nurses know what Even you're on about. Even that old lady there is dancing. Oh, he's joined another gang. I like how the mind just shows up out of nowhere every single time. Yep. Are we sure this is not the origin story of Art the Clown? Before yes. he was a killer, he was a dead. It might be. This... Oh, this person's dead! Jesus! <laughs> oh, no! Ah, oh, too late. Wait, but the power of sexy nurse dancing will bring him back. They be... That oh. looks like a dummy. <laughs> Whoa! Oh! oh there we... Whoa! He's got... He's shaky. He's got the fever. He's got dance um, fever. Guys, that person is dead on the gurney! <laughs> that person is dead! He's dead! Yeah. Oh, oh wait! Like, no. <laughs> He's, He's alive. The power of dance. They barely operated on him. There's yeah. no incisions or anything on him. That nurse, that, oh, dance cu- oh, whatever. Dance cured his cancer. Whoa! <laughs> the power of dance can cure all. 
<laughs> so that was uh, Break Into Electric Boogaloo, and don't mind me, I'm just doing some popping and locking while that those best of moments were happening, uh, <laughs> as you were listening to it. And now we'll move right along to the next film for this episode, and that of course is Titanic 2, which was actually a Patreon subscriber's pick, and that was from our good friend Lance Langford from one of the co-hosts of The Horror Returns, and Lance himself actually joined us for this episode, and I'm glad he did because this episode was an absolute riot for all the four of us, and as you're about to hear, you can understand why. Here is Titanic 2. Meanwhile, on Titanic 2... Right. (laughs) This is going to go well. Titanic 2, Electric Boogaloo. What could go wrong? Electric Boogaloo. It's a brake dancing cruise. (laughs) Why not? They do cruises for everything else. They might as well Well, do do, cruises. Well, they do, right? Yeah. I I think it should be the next movie. Brake dancing cruise. Bash, bash. They've got, or actually, you guys would all be interested. They have a wrestling cruise coming up, I heard. Yeah. God mm. damn, yeah, Jericho's next cruise is fourth one. Mm. <laughs> See, that's also my kind oh, of that's... cruise. Oh, those subtitles are like, what? I'm taking up the entire <laughs> I know, I feel I like do. they're a little I bit do. too big. Let's go oh, for yeah, the medium. <laughs> oh, you got the small, medium, or large subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how you can choose so a you... penis size if that's what you desire. Oh, God. <laughs> no, let's keep the oh. extra large ones on. That'll add to the movie. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, now i got to read this because Shay Van Dyke, who's the writer, director, and star of this movie, he's had quite an interesting career as a screenwriter. Really? At the beginning of his career, he did write a lot of Asylum knockoff movies. Ooh, booby oh, fair. Booby fair. Booby fair. Oh, Booby fair. <laughs> Lots of booby fair happening. I'm down with this movie now. I think I think that dude in the glasses is Shay Van Dyke. And why am I not surprised he would play is a he? character would have... I think he is. Oh, I could be boy. You might need no, to look sure up what he sure looks like, right. Bede. Sure you're right. I'm going to look More him like up. More like Shay Van Dyke. It's so big. That's what she didn't say. Trains are big. This is monumental. <laughs> yep, that's him. That's Jane Van Dyke. Oh yeah. boy! And of course, he'll play a character who's like you know a womanizer and has women rolling off of his arms. Of course, right? This is some bad acting. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the extras like. Do we do this? Do this? What are we oh, meant to boy. be doing? Acquire your life. It is. This is not a drill. <laughs> but don't panic. Don't panic. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> right. <laughs> These people seem very worried for like they're about right? to be hit by. Uh, yeah, by no a title. shit. Look like they're in a shopping mall listening to it them uh, telling you what what's on sale at Macy's. Yeah, right. Yes. This is not a drill. <laughs> This is a drill. <laughs> <laughs> this is a drill. Okay, everyone at the lower at the lower bow of the ship, but all the hot ladies get into the lifeboats because Shane Van Dyke wants to date you later. Right? <laughs> He'd be like, everyone that's 18 oh, no. to 25 and a female, get on the lifeboats. Everyone else, fuck off. Oh, everyone, everyone, that's you know, brutal. Run, that's brutal. Everyone, run away, run away. They want to make an asylum movie here. <laughs> <laughs> now, Louise, Louise, are you here? Did, did somebody say Louise last? Uh, hello, Louise. Everybody. Oh, no. 
<laughs> I've heard that you love going on cruises. Is this true? Oh, honey, I love going on oh, cruises. Nice. First of all, I go, I book out a cruise. I go out there with my honey bun Shaven, who is Craven's younger brother, but I'm still holding out hope for Craven to finally come around and date me. But that's a whole different story. But anyway, I go it's on not the going boat. to happen, Louise. Oh, Craven, you say that every time we talk, but you know, your your mouth says no, no, but all I hear is yes, yes, yes. But anyways, so I book out a whole boat. And then I go to the all-you-can-eat pumpkin pie buffet, and I drink a lot of red wine. And then I'll be like, I'll go, since this boat is very huge, I need the biggest vacuum cleaner you can find. So I go around and I clean up the entire bow, and then I get very upset because once the boat hits an iceberg, I'm like, what's the matter with you? You're not supposed to be hitting the ship, and I have to clean it. It's so annoying, but then I realize that, you know, everything's going to be okay because Craven is going to snuggle with me in my bed that night. Or it's the other way, I go to his bed and snuggle with him. <laughs> what does what is Book Birds look like Hillary Swank in this scene? I don't know. <laughs> what? He does. Hillary Swank? Bruce yeah, Davidson does? I can't even speak English. Bruce Davidson is I... Hillary Swank in Titanic 2. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. I wish I that was very, a thing. I feel, very, I feel very sorry for Bruce Davidson because he looks like he's melting throughout this whole movie. Does he? I think that's just he the uh, green like screen. I think they just green screened him. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what's happening. Uh, they've got their life vest on. Everybody's going to be okay now. Yeah, I mean... It... Except for that one. What the hell is he doing? But... Just... What is this red... What? What's this redneck doing? Doing redneck Where's he been things? the whole movie? <laughs> he's trying to push, he, he, he's he's a... trying to push he, the little he, kids you know, out of the way. See? See? You know what he is? He's an anti-vester. Is that... <laughs> anti He's the only one not wearing a vest! <laughs> Nobody gonna tell me to wear a vest. I'm not gonna wear a life vest! <laughs> You can't tell me what's first not gonna ball. save me. <laughs> the boat's fine. Just a little bit of ice. Thank you. First of all, if you if you put on a vest, no, it, no damn liberal commie Democrats will eject you with syringes that are inside the vest. It'll give you a vaccine for a virus that doesn't exist. <laughs> I've been on cruises lots of times, and they get hit by icebergs all. You just gotta go down to the buffet. The ship will be fine. I don't you, need a live vest. You just gotta go in the water and freeze to death. You don't need no vest, all right? I don't know why we sound like that, but first whatever. Of all, first of all, everyone knows that icebergs ain't real. It's all pretend. They're all made out of plastic. Yeah, it's all Hollywood trickery. Hollywood trickery. Exactly. And there's just exactly. go down to the casino or the comedy club when you're done with the buffet. You know, you'll That's be right. fine. You'll be fine. The Titanic is fake news. <laughs> all right. It was fake 110. It was fake 110 years ago. It's, it's even faker now. And we need to bring back the dick veins on a Snickers bar. What the fuck? 
What does that look like? Okay. A smile on the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep. Why do I keep expecting the asylum version of Brian Cranston to show up here any minute? Um, why did the Trooper Tuesdays podcast become Fox News for ten minutes? <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. Well, there you go, everyone. That was Titanic Two. A very excellent episode, if you asked me, because there was so many other great moments that we weren't able to feature in that little segment but uh, definitely give that one a listen because it was a really great and funny episode and now going from one patreon subscribers pick episode to another is an american werewolf in paris which was actually the pick of subscriber and friend of the show tim davis the co-host of the podcast dummies of horror and i'm very much glad he picked this film because you know i had seen this film quite a number of times and i had seen it for quite a while but it's always kind of always been one of those films that has always been very malign among horror fans as you know a follow-up to an american werewolf in london so i was very glad he picked it for the four of us while we were watching it I gotta say, we really enjoyed revisiting this film again, and as you can hear from the moments that we picked from this episode, you can understand why this we think that this film is a bit of an underrated one. <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay, I'll read a bit of trivia about this movie. A uh, little bit of trivia. Uh, Julie Delpley now admits that the only reason she made the film was to pay her rent. I, I wow. commend that. That's a, as good a reason as any. Yeah, I commend yes. that. I mean, that's why Nicolas Cage makes 50,000 movies a week. He's got to, you know, pay for all his weird shit. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, she did this movie to pay the rent, but it will never be as epic as when uh, Michael Caine did Jaws the Revenge to pay for his, like, the house that he bought. Now, look here, young man. I had to oh, do Jaws the Revenge. Because I needed to buy my Italian summer home. Now, you shut up. It is a classic movie with sharks that roar. I will have nothing bad said about Jaws of Revenge. It's a cinematic masterpiece. Thank you, Tim. I knew that you were a good guest for this podcast. I have to go, but I'll see you later. All right, thanks. Thanks, Thanks. Michael. Michael. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, Sir Michael Cade, I meant to say. <laughs> you better call me Sir. All right. Okay. Look at, look at the size of the like the little like latch key thing. It's like this big. It's like at least six feet long from the door. Why is he wearing that bandana? It doesn't match anything. It looks because he just had a head injury but and that's holding his brains in. It looks he terrible. <laughs> Wear a hat. It, yeah, it does. Wear a hat. Is I'm trying to remember this movie. Is she a nurse? I don't think it's a good idea. Yes. So it's like the original, but not because in the original, the 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 lady was a nurse, but she wasn't a werewolf. Yes. No. So they kind of switched it around for this film. Mm. I'm kind of loving. Well, this that's movie the thing, right though. When you kind of. Well, you, when you kind of think about it, this film is, even though, yeah, it's a standalone sequel, but it's also kind of, in a way, a partial remake of American yeah. Werewolf in London. Well, that's what I was assuming this was. Hmm. Uh, reboot. Oui, oui. It has is he, a la reboot. Has he changed into just another tank top? That's only packed. He just packed his tank top. 
Okay. Since there are three dude bros on this podcast, you're not really dude bros, but you know what I mean. Which one of you would be which? Like, who would be Tom Everett Scott? And then who would be, like, Brad and Chris? Ooh. I'm afraid of heights, so I would not be bungee jumping, so I'm... (laughs) Neither would I. Tom Everett Scott. (laughs) I feel like I'm already, like, a quarter werewolf, so... (laughs) (laughs) That was from Not Another Wolf Cop. What was that movie called? Not Another Wolf Cop. Another Wolf Cop. That should another be the next one, not another <laughs> It should be. <laughs> That's oh, what happens when I find a nerd. I eat them and then I throw them into the sewer. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Americans taste so bitter. The American taste like uh, hot dogs. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, they I, taste I, like I, Budweiser. There you go. That's a way better joke. And fried chicken. <laughs> oh, I want some fried chicken now. See, yeah, we haven't had fried chicken. Yeah, we have. We haven't had fried chicken on the show in ages. Well, we need right. to find a movie that has fried chicken in it again. I know, right? I'm like so sad. I mean, we could have um, fried werewolf, but do we want to eat the werewolves? I don't. I don't think so. Nope. If you eat a werewolf, do then you turn into a werewolf? Does that have that, that reverse know. effect? Or? I don't know. I don't know. I think pretty much anything turns you into a werewolf. Mm. I'd want to be a werewolf. Yeah. yeah, me too. Here's a question for you. If you you have to turn into one, vampire or werewolf, what do you do? I probably want to actually be a werewolf, Ooh. to be honest. I'd love yeah. to just transform on the full moon and be like, right, what dickhead pissed me off this month and just go after them? Be exactly. amazing. I might have to go vampire. Ooh. Mm. Babe. Any reason? Uh, flight, immortality. Mm, true. Mm. And if you don't like the sun, it's perfect. If you're a night owl. I don't yeah, go as high as it is. There you go. <laughs> uh, what about bead? What's your choice? Ooh, I don't know. Can I just be like the best of both worlds? No. Can I be a werewolf vampire? No, hybrid? you have to choose. Now. Like in um, well, no, Underworld it... had a werewolf vampire hybrid. <laughs> no, you can't be that guy from Underworld. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe a werewolf because I only have to be one like once or twice a month. <laughs> and Tim, that's true. What, what's your pick? Oh, I'm going... You're going werewolf? I'm going werewolf. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a werewolf boy through and through. Yeah. I mean, it, it depends what vampire as well. Like, if, if it's the options, like, a Twilight vampire, then no. no. But if it's, like yeah. a, if it's, like, a Lost Boys vampire where yeah. you just party all day, then, yeah, I'd be a vampire. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Werewolves are cooler, in my opinion. Werewolves are so cool. See, this movie would be as... As fun as this movie is so far, this movie would be ten times better if Christopher Walker was in it playing a werewolf. Oh my no. god. Bow wow, you know. Crazy. <laughs> werewolves. In London. In Paris. What, met one in Amsterdam once. <laughs> It'll be known as Christopher War of the Werewolf. <laughs> oh, the moon. I'm changing. 
It's bad. <laughs> I think at some point we need to do a Christopher Walken film for this podcast because we haven't done one yet, which I had surprised by. Yes. Right? But we'll have to do. So. Yes. Wow. Wow. I mean, wow. Woo. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I'm so upset that that doesn't exist. See, there's still time. Christopher Walken is still making movies. Someone needs to write him into a werewolf film. <laughs> we gotta get him out of there. I'd be all right oh, no. if, like, if the werewolf was in werewolf the entire time, but he just had Christopher Walken's voice. <laughs> You know what I'm going to do after this podcast? I'm basically going to get scenes from this movie with the werewolves, <laughs> and I'm just going to have Christopher Walken's voice just appear at random parts every time they're on screen. <laughs> Don't mind me, I'll just take off my pants. See, they shouldn't have gone back there, because that was the first place they were going to look. Yeah. Dumb. <laughs> well, we never said that this was the best written movie. <laughs> oh, hi, Marcy. Oh, I wasn't gone. And I was here back. the whole time. We were the same, Marcy. Like, uh, this movie would have been ten times better if Christopher Walken was in it playing a werewolf. Oh, my God. Why did you that ever it. get made? <laughs> and you missed that. Uh, Craven was here and he talked about the time he fought a werewolf and then Louise <sighs> showed up. Oh, and then God. jumped out the window. Oh my god. I missed all of it. Oh well. Oh wait a minute, there's a knock at the there's a knock at the door. Oh god, another one. Hello everyone, it's Louise Blaster again. Oh, <laughs> I just want to come by since you guys are watching a werewolf film, I should just recommend that I made a cameo in a werewolf film that came out at least in two thousand twenty two, which is twenty years ago. Called where? Sorry, called Wolves of Wall Street. Nothing to do with Jordan Belfort or that sexy Leonardo DiCaprio or that woman's eyeball that came out of her head. It has something to do with werewolves on Wall Street. Hence why it's called Wolves of Wall Street. See that? See how brilliant that title is, Louise? I think you need to go easy on the wine because it came out in two thousand two, not two thousand twenty-two. I was going to say. Also, I said. Uh, I'm sorry, I got my years mixed up. The red wine has really gone to my head. And also, you know, I have been fingering my rotary phone all night. So I've, I've been preoccupied. But anyway, so I thought, if anyone wants to see me in a werewolf film, even though I'm only in it for 10 seconds, go check out that movie. But anyway, I gotta go now. I gotta find that sexy Craven so he and I can hunt werewolves together. Okay, I'll talk no, to you later. No, 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 you're out there, sexy honey bot. I'm going to find you. <laughs> meanwhile, 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 I think Louise Lasser actually caused that car accident in this movie. Indeed, <laughs> it was Craven driving, and he heard her voice, and then just crashed the car. Yeah, he just floored it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go, everyone. That was an American werewolf in Paris. So if you haven't seen the film for quite a while, definitely give it a revisit because it is a lot of fun. And I think it's a, you know, it definitely has been unfairly judged. And I think if you give it another watch, I think you might enjoy it as much as we did just based on those moments uh, from the episode. And now moving right along is a pick of Marcy's. 
and that, of course, is the film Shrimp on the Barbie, because we haven't done an Aussie film for this show. So Marcy was looking around, and, of course, she found this one, which happens to star uh, actor-comedian Cheech Marin, and as well as quite a number of well-known Australian actors. We didn't know what we were getting into with this film. Like, I did watch it prior to recording it, so at least have a bit of an idea of what to expect. And I gotta say, this episode, with the three of us watching it, definitely is another favourite of mine, because this was a very funny and hilarious episode. And uh, so, without further ado, here are the best moments from Shrimp on the Barbie. He's become even more of a stereotype! It's vintage Carlos. <laughs> it's vintage Carlos. <laughs> Did he just say her mum's got a cute ass? Pretty much. Oh my god. Why does their butler look like Uncle Festa? <laughs> she does. I'm going to go Ew. Sorry. I am. I don't know how to take any of this. I, I, it feels like they, it feels like they missed a scene in between these. Like they went from A to B. Yeah, like A to G. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. That's a good line. <laughs> the movie got, got a genuine laugh mm-hmm. out of me. Oh, look at this! What is up with the maid? <laughs> seen a maid wear that outfit in real life <laughs> in movies and pornos that's the only time you ever see that outfit mm-hmm. allegedly 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 he's calling her his old lady <laughs> my dear we've been going out for only four days wow <laughs> <laughs> How far are we into this movie? Oh my god, we're only 20 minutes in! So basically, the whole plot of this, like, he he pretty much, like, organises with Cheech Marin to pretend to be her boyfriend Mm. to make himself look so bad that her parents will, like, approve of Vernon Wells because they think he's a total oaf. I mean, he is a total oaf, but isn't that meant to be, like, endearing? Yeah. So is the moral of the story the friends you make along the way? Yes, Marcy. Marcy, it's the mate mates you make. Sorry, it's the, the mates you make along the way. Yeah, exactly. Flame and glass. It's the it's it's the maid you bang along the way. It's the maids. It's the Vernon Wells you uh, make friend mates with along the way. Exactly. Like yes, yeah, so like she is British, but she mm. is trying to attempt to do an mm. Aussie accent. Like it's sort of like this weird in between accent. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like you can you can see she's trying to say all the Australian like speak it in an Australian way, but mm. all the British sounding yeah. sounds around the certain words. It, it, sounds, it, it sounds like a, if a, if an Aussie tries to sound posh. Mm. Essentially. See, I'm not even trying to do an Australian accent. <laughs> my Canadian one, I'll just. <laughs> Yet we won't hesitate to do a Canadian accent, eh? Exactly. Sorry. 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 I feel like she's taking him into the middle of the desert and leaving him there. Mm, I know that Mick Taylor's around here somewhere. <laughs> that would be an interesting twist. <laughs> 
I feel sad. Where's Bruce Spence? <laughs> I don't know. Bruce Spence got his money and he was like, peace out, yo. <clears throat> it's like I could buy this mo- half of my Sydney this holiday mo- house. <laughs> this movie would take a weird left turn if uh, the guy from Wolf's Creek did show up. Mm. <laughs> it would. Like, hey, good eye. I can't do a Mick Taylor. <laughs> I cannot. I won't try. I mean, they are stranded on the side of the road. It could be a That's family of Mick Taylors. Mm. Good eye, mate. <laughs> good eye, mate. I'm Australian. I'm going to Australia, you, mate. This is Australian movie because we need the much Australian sailing movie where mate was going on and have a beer, baby, mate. <laughs> How many kids do they have? About twenty. <laughs> I think they're. I think they're Catholics. It's an Australian Catholic family. Mm. I should know. <laughs> You're from one. Yes. <laughs> oh, good, good thing you showed up, mate. We're gonna eat the youngest child. <laughs> it's okay. He's a he's a right cunt, so uh, he's gonna come in. <laughs> he's a right old cunt. <laughs> Well, well, the youngest kid's a bit of a shit cunt, so he was going to go first. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. We should do more Australian films on this, on this show because this is hilarious doing <laughs> our Aussie accent. <laughs> because we don't do our Aussie accents normally. Well, we do, but even more exaggerated versions of them. <laughs> What's going on with my VB? All right, kids. It's here, here kids. Here's a VB for all of you. <laughs> you heard of the LA Wars? Have you heard of the LA Wars? <laughs> oh, I see, mate. You're part of the LA Wars. <laughs> the, the LA War Exodus. <laughs> I love how on the cover of this, uh, the cover of this uh, movie or the movie poster, he's wearing mm. an LA Dodgers hat, but he doesn't wear one in the movie. No. <laughs> It's just a show that he's from L.A. <laughs> Guys, Sheila, what's going on? I like your boobies. <laughs> <laughs> has, that, has that line ever worked on anybody? <laughs> I'm going to try it next week. <laughs> I was going to say, we all have to try it now. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine walking up to someone and going, booby fair. <laughs> <Boobie> <laughs> I'll say it to Mrs. Batch when we finish recording. Yes, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta look her up and down all nice and be like, "Booby fair." Booby fair. <laughs> see, see, this is how you'll know if like somebody's been listening to our show out in the wild. Just randomly go up to people, and say, "To be fair," and see if anyone <laughs> says it. <laughs> to be fair. In the real world, <laughs> away from this podcast. To be fair. If anybody says, to be fair, I have to repeat it and be like, to yes. be fair. To be fair. And I hear it all so the time. They're a fan of podcasts or they like Letterkenny. It's one or the other. <laughs> exactly. And I, I have to repeat it every time. Yes. And if someone doesn't repeat it to me, I feel dirty. Yes. Oh, that that girl, that's the French friend of the uh the woman. Oh, it is too. Yeah. She had all the cake on her before. Yeah. He, he, he frosted her with you. No. He frosted her with cake. He was That's blowing off his... Te- 
That's not the first time she's been glazed. <laughs> oh. Ew. Wee oui, wee. Oui. The jackals are the idiots. I don't know. All I can see right now is booby fair. Okay, the girlfriend's the woman's name is Alex, so at least now I know who her name is. Yeah, the she's Alex. I mean, she's got the number plate on her car. This is their bonding, Hello. isn't it? <laughs> Hello, I'm British, and I used to be track champion. <laughs> That's how a voice, That's how a voice sounds like. It's like it's like, uh, it's like oh, I feel like having some caviar. <laughs> That's what a voice sounds like. It goes back and forth between being British and Australian. Oh, Bruce. Vernon Wells is called Bruce. Yes. Bruce. 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 Oh, oh. So Vernon Wells plays Bruce. Guess what Bruce Spencer's? Bruce? <laughs> no, he plays Wayne. Vernon? Oh. <laughs> G'day, Wayne! So there's a uh, Bruce and Wayne in this movie. Good day, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Bruce Are you here somewhere? Boy, Bruno Wayne. <laughs> Brucey Wayne, what's going on? Brucey Wayno, what's going on, mate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So this is where Mick Taylor starts hunting them in the movie, right? Yeah, I'm expecting that to happen. Either that or they bang. I don't know. Walk Creek free. Shrimp on the barbie. (laughs) From what I know about Australia, they would have been attacked by like five different types of giant spiders by now. Mm. (laughs) Oh, shrimp on the barbie. How we enjoyed you so. <laughs> and now, uh, finally, to our sixth and final film for this episode is one of the films that we did for Superhero Month back earlier in 2022. And it just happens to also be my pick as well. And I gotta say, in hindsight, I'm really glad I picked this one because it ended up being a really hilarious episode for the three of us. So, so without further ado, here are the best moments. From the return of Swamp Thing. Check it out. Excuse me, I've got to take he... a piss in the swamp. I was going to say, is he doing a pee in the swamp? Yeah. <clears throat> Doesn't he realize... So many... Oh, so many mosquitoes are attacking his dick right now. Say, doesn't <laughs> yes. he realize this swamp is made of the same stuff that's in the deathbed? That's a very valid point. Mm. I nearly made I nearly made me do a spit take. Chit-chit. You almost did. Pat myself on this the back. This is the longest piss ever. It's been going on for about 20 minutes now. It's like the piss you take when you just wake up in the morning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's with the growling? <laughs> this isn't a shark attack that... movie. <laughs> My new favourite subtitle. <laughs> Low screaming or something. I've already forgot what it was. Hey, Morty, is that you, Morty? Come on, Morty. Come on, Morty. <laughs> Mark. Marco. Polo. Oh, gee, Rick, I got one to do. Take a pee, and then I got attacked by an alligator. <laughs> I think the alligator just killed it because of their hat. <laughs> the alligator wanted the hat. Alligator. The alligator. Morty. Is Morty a person or a dog? <laughs> He's a person, but 
Like Both. he's under the water. You saw him go under the water. Yep. Look up. Oh, oh my no. gosh, Morty's a hat. <laughs> Damn it, I was going to make that joke. Our <laughs> Morty's a hat. As long as the hat's safe, all is good. What the? Ah! What is? Ah! What is that? That's like a reject kaiju from a Godzilla movie. I assume that's what. I assume that's one of Anton Arcane's monsters from the first movie. You can see the costume. <laughs> like you can see the the the, the headpiece coming off. <laughs> yes. Why does that other guy we look like John Cleese? <laughs> I was gonna say, he cut, yeah, he does look like John Cleese. It's like John Cleese and Bill Murray. And did now you see how that the swamp thing, like, or whatever that thing was, it just like yeah. put its hand to its heart and like fell forward. <laughs> <laughs> One thing you're going to realise very quickly, Marcy, compared to the first Swamp Thing film, mm. this one, tone-wise, is more sillier and tongue-in-cheek compared to the first film. So it's like, um, Tammy and the T-Rex. Yes. Oh, wait, maybe not as insane, but definitely has that kind of vibe to it. Whee! Oh, he lost his glasses. <laughs> oh, jinkies! <laughs> jinkies. <laughs> My glasses. He won't go anywhere without his glasses. We need help. Oh, look, it's someone. Oh, hello. Oh, uh, we've wandered on the set of an Andy Sedaris film. Booby fair. It is an Andy Sedaris film. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but we will not allow, like... I'm sorry, but we will not allow John Cleese or Bill Murray knockoffs in this movie. <laughs> no, I don't want to star in The Perfect Man with Hilary Duff. By obscure joke right there. <laughs> Meanwhile, at a trailer park, just to show how Uncle much of backwards town this is. Uncle Shares, where the byway meets the highway. No reasonable rebate. So... What's a byway? I don't know. Is it like a highway that's like split in two? Uh, we used to have like a retail store in Canada called Byway. Hmm. All right, I'm gonna find out what a byway is. <laughs> this kid makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like he's being dubbed over. Open up the stupid door. <laughs> It's Chunk from Goonies. <laughs> it's Eric Carpenter. Oh, God, it, <laughs> it is. is Eric <laughs> it is Eric no, God damn it, Carpenter. You let me inside right now, seriously. <laughs> you know who this kid looks like? He looks like a child version of John C. Riley. <laughs> Jesus, Bede. <laughs> he does, and now I can't unsee it. <laughs> now, the sad thing is these two kids are actually in the TV show, too. Are they really? Yeah, they are, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Because they were so popular, they brought it back for the TV show. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm on Google right now. What is a byway? Because <laughs> I need answers to these things. Okay, a byway in the U- United Kingdom is a track. You were can't be cool, bro. <laughs> which is too minor to be called a road. So it's kind of like a small road. Okay. 
Oh, look, MTV. It's MTV. Oh, Playboys. And titty bags. <laughs> this swamp... This swamp thing is for the MTV generation. <laughs> it's got to be more hip. What is he it's looking Andy at? It, Marcy, it's Andy Sedaris as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do find... Sometimes you do find pornography in the woods, so it makes sense to find pornography in the swamp. Mm-hmm. Swamp Thing is really missing those magazines. I'm what so is with dead. this kid's accent? You know, I mean, Swamp Thing's favorite uh, magazine is Swamp Tits. Oh, no. Swamp Ass? Swamp Ass. Swamp Ass. <laughs> I'm crying right now. I apologize. I've been crying for about two minutes now. You're laughing at your own this, jokes. I know it. I shouldn't laugh at my own jokes, but even it just made me laugh. What the? Look, it's just. I'm here for the child, John C. Riley. You can't steal my porn. <laughs> <laughs> All these scientists able to turn. Like, creatures and animals together combine their DNA, but yet they can't find a cure for his comb-over. No. Uh, Have we not learned anything? Really don't. See, they should have got that dude's hairy chest, got the hair from that, and put it on top of his head. (laughs) See, they can do that. Doctors can do that. Meanwhile, in the back system... This has occurred to me. The kid sounds like Joe Exotic. My <laughs> <laughs> damn God damn Car- Carol, Carol Baskins. Baskins. That damn bitch swamp thing. Guess what, motherfucker? I gotta go into the swamp and look for swamp thing. I don't know what We're gonna find some like. alligators for the, <laughs> for the zoo. This is the—he is the greatest kid actor of all time. Bigfoot's more famous than this guy. It's not more famous for me because I'm little Joe Exotic. <laughs> little Joe Exotic, <laughs> who somehow mixed with John C. Riley and Eric Cartman. I, I'm surprised that's not a show on Netflix yet. Uh, little Joe Exotic. <laughs> little Joe Exotic. It's a cartoon. Coming, <laughs> coming soon to Netflix in the fall. <laughs> or Peacock. So over, here in, yeah. so over here is where... So over here in the swamp is where I read my magazines, and over here is my pop collection. I would always be happy here. <laughs> this movie well, Swamp Thing, you're not the grossest person I thought... Well, Swamp Thing, you're not the grossest person I've gone out with, so that's a plus. Wow, that kid ate all the food. (laughs) He ate everyone's ding I'm stress eating. Ew. (laughs) I'm stress eating. Because of that damn Carol Baskins. (laughs) 
Well, there you go, everyone. That was the return of Swamp Thing, and as well as the end of part one of our Best of 2022 episodes. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening to this episode. We hope you all have really enjoyed listening to this little compilation of some of our favorite moments from the past year. They definitely provided quite a number of laughs for all three of us, so we hope you enjoyed them as well. And stay tuned very soon for part two, where we'll have even more great moments from our Phase 2 of the Tubi Tuesdays podcast, so keep a lookout for that very soon. In the meantime, though, if you want to find us on the internet this week, you can find the Tubi Tuesdays podcast on all podcast streaming services everywhere. So if you have a podcast player of choice that you'd like to listen to, just type in the Tubi Tuesdays podcast and you'll be able to listen to all of our previous episodes of the show and as well please leave us a rating and review as well so that way it gives our show more exposure and if you do leave us a review we will make sure to read it on the show also you can find the podcast at the official webpage of the super network at supermarcy.com and of course you can follow us on the official twitter account for supermarcy.com at twitter.com slash sm underscore super network and also, you can find me personally at my Twitter page at twitter.com slash bjamine. And also find all my work at supermarcy.com. Also follow the official uh, Twitter account of my solo podcast, Bead vs. the Living Dead, at twitter.com slash beadvstld. So, yep, that's the end of this special Best of 22 episode of the 2 Be Tuesdays podcast. And also, like I said before, stay tuned for part two, which will be out very soon. See you later, everybody. Bye. Tubi Tuesdays podcast is proudly sponsored by Surfshark VPN. Why would you have a VPN in this day and age? Well, a lot of people are quite concerned about tracking and their online privacy, and using a VPN ensures that you are safe and secure online. Surfshark VPN provides a lot of extra added layers of security, as well as ad blocker and a kill switch if your information is ever compromised. The other added bonus of having a fantastic VPN with Surfshark is if a movie we're watching on the 2B Tuesdays podcast is not available in your country, you can switch on that VPN, go to the country that it is in, and watch the movie. Surfshark VPN also allows you to do this on other streaming platforms, where if you're missing some content in that library, you can turn this on and have a look at what else is on offer. Surfshark VPN is one of the most reliable and cheapest of the VPNs out there, with up to 81% off offer when you subscribe for 24 months. Please use the link surfshark.deals/supernetwork to take advantage of this amazing deal. Thank you, Surfshark. Surfy Shark, do 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 do. Surfy Shark, do 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 do. Now back to the Tubi Tuesdays podcast.